Hello, everyone. I'm Jerry Savelle. Thank you for joining me today. It's an honor and a joy to be able to share the Word of God with you each and every week on this broadcast, and we so appreciate you tuning in. And I want to say to my partners, thank you, partners, for being so loyal and so faithful. You've been such a blessing to us, and we just want you to know, I've said it many times before, but I want to say it again, we couldn't do everything we do around the world if it wasn't for our faithful partners. Those of you that are viewing for the very first time, we welcome you, and we trust that you'll be blessed by the message today, and I want to encourage you to just pay close attention. Don't let anything distract you, and I believe what you're about to hear is going to be very beneficial to your faith and your life as well. So let's get ready, and let's get into the Word of God and begin our lesson today. Actually, this is part two of the lesson we began last week entitled, Where's Your Focus When Times Are Bad? Now, I want to invite you to open your Bibles with me to 2 Peter chapter 1. 2 Peter chapter 1. Uh, while you're turning there, let me, let me just read a scripture to you that we read on last week's broadcast. Uh, you may, make, may want to make a note of it but I'm not going to ask you to turn there. Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 20. My son, attend to my words, incline thine ear unto my saying. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. This is the importance of focus. God is telling us right here how important it is to keep our eyes on the word and not let the word depart from our eyes. Stay focused on what God says. He says, attend to my sayings. Don't let them depart from you. This is talking about focus, how important it is to stay focused on the word of God. He goes on to say, because their life to those that find them, their health to all their flesh. Amen. What a great, great reward that is. When you are focused on the Word of God, it'll produce life, it'll produce health, it'll produce prosperity, it'll produce well-being, it'll produce victory in every area of your life. Now, going to 2 Peter uh, chapter 1 and verse 14, it says, I'm sorry, verse 12, Wherefore, I will not be negligent to put you always in remembrance of these things, though ye know them, and be established in the present truth. Yea, I think it meet, as long as I am in this tabernacle, to stir you up by putting you in remembrance. Now notice here, Peter is saying, even though you may have heard these things before, I think it's important that I bring them to your remembrance. He said, in fact, as long as I'm in this earthly tabernacle, this earthly body, I am not going to be negligent to remind you of these things. You know, sometimes you need to just hear it again and again. I've been, I've been in this, as I said last week, I've been in this now 51 years. And I, I can't go a week. I can't go a couple of weeks. I can't go a month. In fact, I'm going to say I can't even go a day without being in the Word of God. Even though I know the Bible. I've been studying the Bible for 51 years. I've preached it all over the world. I don't know how many sermons I've preached. I've written over 80 books about things I've learned from the Word of God. But I need 
the word every day of my life. Why? Because I'm in the world every day of my life and there's, there are opportunities. Uh, the world will present you opportunities to just give up and quit. But if you know the word, then quitting is no longer an option, praise God. And so notice here he says, as long as I'm in this earthly tabernacle, I'm going to keep stirring you up. Even though you know these things, you've heard these things, I'm going to keep reminding you of them and I'm going to keep stirring you up. That's what I'm doing today. I'm going to keep stirring you up. You may say, Brother Jerry, I've heard those things before. I know import, how important the word is, but you need to hear it again. You know, I'll never forget, uh, I loved Kenneth Hagin's ministry and uh, I never get tired of listening to him. I remember uh, him saying numerous times that people would say to him, Brother Hagin, when are you going to preach something besides Mark 11, 23 and 24? And he'd always say, as soon as you learn this, we'll move on to something new. And he kept preaching it. 60 years or more, he kept preaching Mark 11, 23 and 24. Why? Because you need to hear it over and over and over. Even psychologists tell us that most people need to hear something at least 15 times in order to retain it. So you tell me, Brother Jerry, I know how important the Word of God is. I already know that. Move on to something new. No, particularly in a time like this, with all the trouble that is surrounding us in our world today, you need to hear these things more now than perhaps ever before. Amen. So just sit there and listen to me. Don't turn me off. Even though you think that's so elementary, that's so basic, folks, it's the basics that get you over. Amen. I, I remember uh, reading a book many years ago. And uh, it was a book about uh, many of the Green Bay Packers and they're telling stories about what they learned from the famous coach, Vince Lombardi. And Vince Lombardi, he, he, he was a winner and he taught his players how to win. And he would come to them, even after they'd won the Super Bowl just a few months before. When they started training again, he'd walk, get them in the locker room and he'd hold up a football. And he'd say, gentlemen, this is a football. And he'd start with the basics. Uh, everything was basic. They had heard it time and time again. They had just won the Super Bowl. These are world champions. And yet he would start off every new year with, gentlemen, this is a football. And he'd start with the basics. You know, ladies and gentlemen, this is a Bible. This is important. Don't ever think you can leave the basics. Get a foundation in the basics and don't ever forget them. Don't ever let them slip. Right now, some of you need to hear more than ever before. You can have what you say from Mark eleven twenty three. Some of you need to hear right now that you're redeemed from the curse more than you've ever needed it before. Some of you need to hear and know that my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Philippians 4, 19. You need to hear it and hear it and hear it. The Bible never said faith came by having heard. It says faith comes by hearing and hearing. Repetition. So it's important if you're going to stay focused, if you're going to experience God's best in your life, if you're going to receive everything that he's promised you, then you got to be in the word 
every day of your life. Somebody say amen. Can I hear an amen? Amen. All right. Now, let's go on. In 2 Peter chapter 1 and verse 4, it says, Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. So notice here, Peter is telling us that God has given us exceeding great and precious promises. Now, if you don't know what those promises are, then you can't expect them to be fulfilled in your life. So that means you're going to have to study the Word. This book is full of precious promises. One of such is Isaiah 54, 17. No weapon formed against thee shall prosper. That's a great promise. I confess that every day of my life. In fact, every time I get in my airplane and I get ready to fly somewhere, one of the things I confess is no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I confess Psalm 91 over my flight, over my pilots, over our trip. I'm taking precious promises. I'm laying hold upon them and I am decreeing them, declaring them out of my mouth and expecting God to watch over his word to perform it. That's what the Bible says. I will watch over my word to perform it. I'll cause it to come to pass in your life. But if you don't know what the word says, then how can you expect it to come to pass? So you need quality time in the word so that you will know the great and precious promises that God has given us. Not only that, but when you know them, it helps you to stay focused, even though everything around you seems to be falling apart. Everything around you looks like trouble and agony and despair, as they used to say on hee-haw, you know, agony and despair. Well, agony and despair is all around us right now, but you don't have to be troubled by it. I think it's amazing. In, I believe, Matthew chapter 24, the disciples asked Jesus, what are the signs of the end? And one of the things he said was, uh, you know, there'd be trouble, there'd be rumors of wars and wars and, and earthquakes and pestilence and all these things. But then right in the middle of that, he said, but see that you be not troubled. That's amazing to me. Jesus started out by telling them about all the trouble that would come in the end. And then he says, but don't let it trouble you. So that tells me, you can live right in the middle of trouble and not be troubled by it. But you can't do it without the Word of God. It takes the Word of God. Amen? So I want to encourage you, follow the instructions in Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20, all the way down to about verse 24. Stay focused on the Word of God. Listen carefully to what God has to say. And don't let Satan or anybody else steal it from you. Now, with that in mind, let's go to Mark chapter 4. Mark chapter 4. And this is a, a, a famous parable. Uh, Brother Kenneth Copeland says, it's the granddaddy of all parables. I like that. Jesus said, if you don't understand this parable, then you're not going to understand any of them. So it's a very important parable. And it's entitled, The Sower Sows the Word. It begins in verse 14. The sower soweth the word, and these are they by the wayside where the word is sown. But when they have heard, 
Satan cometh immediately and taketh away the word that was sown in their hearts. Now, Jesus is giving us some important advice. He's telling us to stay on guard because once the word of God is sown in your heart, then Satan is going to attempt to steal it out of your heart. Why? Because he knows that he's helpless if you have the word in your heart. Amen. But he also knows if he can steal the word out of your heart, then you have no defense against him. So know right up front that once the word is sown in your heart, see, I'm sowing the word in your heart right now. And more than likely, Satan is going to try to steal it. But you don't have to let him do it. Just because he comes to steal the word, that doesn't mean you have to allow it to happen. So you could stay in faith. You could just resist him, the Bible says, and he will flee. So once again, it says, Satan cometh immediately and taketh away the word that was sown in their hearts. And it goes on and talks about the different soils and uh, how important it is to not allow this, the devil to steal it from you. And he talks about how that when the word is sown in good soil, then it's going to produce fruit. It's going to produce great results. And then you'll notice if you keep on reading, particularly from the Amplified Bible, it says that one of the ways that Satan steals the word or attempts to steal the word is through the distractions of the age. The distractions of the age. That's what's happening right now. A lot of Christians are allowing the distractions of the age to steal the word from their heart. It's Satan's plan. It's Satan's scheme. The Bible says uh, from the writings of the Apostle Paul, telling us to put on the whole armor of God so that we can stand against the wiles, W-I-L-E-S, of the devil. This is one of the wiles of the devil is to get you to focus on the distractions of the age. And one of those distractions is all the turmoil that is going on right now regarding the coronavirus and all the other things that is sweeping up the media. And if you watch that day in and day out, you're going to be distracted. You're going to forget what the word says. You're going to forget that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. You're going to forget that my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory. You're, you're going to be so focused on the negative that you forget the positive. So this is important, even though, once again, it's elementary, it's basic, but you can't let go of the basics. Amen? Look at, look at, look at me and say out loud, I can't hear you. But look at me and say out loud, I can't afford to let go of the basics. Say it again. I can't afford to let go of the basics. Amen. So once again, in verse 19 of Mark chapter 4, the Amplified says that one of the ways that Satan attempts to steal the word from our heart and rob us of our focus is the cares and the anxieties and the distractions of the age. The message translation goes on to say, the stress of it all strangles what you have heard. The stress of all the distractions, of all the things that's going on with the media and all the things that they're reporting today. You know, you can, you can get stressed out just watching it. In fact, uh, you know, when, it, when it, all this began to happen back in March of this year, you know, I, I watched a certain amount of it, 
uh, you know, and talking about all the coronavirus and all the other things that are going on. And of course, it affected uh, my travel schedule. I couldn't travel like I, I was accustomed to. We've just now started traveling again. But as I began watching some of that back there in March, you know, after a while, uh, Carolyn and I both, my wife Carolyn and I said, you know, this, this, is, this is stress. Watching all this can stress you out. And I'm not a person that yields to stress. I have the peace of God in my life. But what produces the peace of God in my life is knowing the Word of God. Amen. Knowing what God says. So it came to a point to where I said, I'm just not going to watch any of this anymore. I'm not going to listen to all this. I'm going to focus on the Word of God. In fact, you know, one of the positive things that has happened, man, with not being able to travel, uh, you know, and being home more, it's given me more time in the Word of God. In fact, I've got so many sermons. I, I, if I didn't want to, of course, this won't happen. I wouldn't have to study for another year. I've got so many sermons. I'm, I'm just ready to preach them, praise God, because I've been in the Word day and night. Well, you may not be a preacher. You may not be looking for a place to preach a sermon, but you need the Word in your life just as much as I do because it's the Word that causes you to become an overcomer, amen, and a winner and the winner that God wants you to be, amen. So once again, the cares and the anxieties and the distractions of the age. Remember, this is one of the ways that Satan attempts to steal the word out of your life, and not only that, rob you of your focus. So, once again, Isaiah 54, 17, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. What is that? One of the exceeding great and precious promises. I love what the Amplified Bible says, triumph over opposition is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. No weapon formed against you will prosper and triumph over opposition is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. Say it with me right now. It's the will of God that I triumph over opposition. Amen. It's the will of God. Settle that in your heart. It's the will of God that you not be defeated, that you not fail. It's the will of God that you triumph over opposition. I think you got to lift your hands right now and thank him for it and give him praise. Remember what we read in Philippians chapter four, verse four, particularly on last week's broadcast, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Make a habit of that, rejoicing in the Lord. All right, now, Psalm 41 and verse 11. I love this verse. And I'm reading it from the Amplified. By this I know, that you favor and delight in me because my enemy doth not triumph over me. That's a great and precious promise. I know that you favor me, that your favor is on my life. And the way that I know it is because the enemy never triumphs over me. I believe it's the message translation says, because there are no victory shouts in the enemy's camp. Amen. God's favor. Oh, my, 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 that's my favorite subject in the Bible. I know that God's favor is on my life. See, this is a great and precious promise. I know that God's favor is on my life. Why? And how do I know this? Because the enemy never triumphs over me. Amen. 
Philippians chapter 1, verse 6, another great and precious promise. This is where our focus should be. Being confident of this very thing, that he which begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. You know, I like to say right at the end of that verse, uh, God's got me covered. God's not going to allow me to fail. The uh, Amplified Bible says, being confident that God is going to bring it to full completion. Your life, he's going to bring it to full completion. But the one I like the best is the message translation. It says, he's going to bring it to a flourishing finish. Man, that's a great and precious promise. Amen? I want you to say that with me. Lift your hands right now and say, my God has promised that he's going to bring my life to a flourishing finish. Praise God. That's what you need to be focusing on. Don't focus on everything's bad and it's going to get worse. Woe is us. What are we going to do? Dear God, there's no help in sight. No, don't talk like that. Don't focus on those kind of things. Focus on what God says. God is going to bring your life to a flourishing finish. Oh, praise God for that. Amen. So this is what we need to stay focused on. Now, Psalm 26 and verse 3 from the Amplified Bible. It says, let none who trust and wait hopefully and look for you be put to shame or be disappointed. Praise God. God's promise to us is if we look to him, if we have our hope and our trust in him, then he is not going to allow us to put, be put to shame and nor is he going to allow us to be disappointed. Amen. And here's another great and precious promise. Psalm 31, verse 15, and, uh, and then in verse 21, the psalmist says from the Amplified Bible, my times are in your hands. And then verse 21 says, for he has shown me his marvelous loving favor. So this is a great and precious promise you need to focus on. Lift your hands right now and say, God, my times are in your hands. Say it again. Lord, my times are in your hands. And now say this as a faith confession. And you're going to show me your marvelous favor. Amen. Say it again. My times are in your hands and you're going to show me your marvelous favor. And give him praise and thank him continually. I trust that by my words today, You've been encouraged. Your spirit has been uplifted and you are determined that you're going to stay focused on what God says and nothing else. God is not going to allow you to fail. God is not going to allow you to be disappointed. God is not going to allow you to be put to shame. Just stay focused on his word. Amen. And God has got some great things in store. Oh, I love it. And he's going to bring your life to a flourishing finish. Amen? Praise God. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's been a joy and an honor, as I said at the beginning, to share the Word with you each and every week. And uh, I want to invite you to join us again next week as, as we bring you messages of faith, encouraging words that will help you become the winner that God has called you to be. So right now, I want you to listen as our announcer talks about some special resources that we made available for you 
And then as soon as that message is over, I'll be back to share some closing remarks. Listen closely. Don't let distractions cause you to miss out on God's provision and blessing. You can learn the keys to staying focused and becoming unmovable when times are bad. Today's special offer includes the unique spiral notebook, basic Bible principles, full of Jerry Savelle's personal teaching outlines and study guides. You'll also receive his three-part CD series, What It Takes to Stay Focused. This special package will empower you to grow closer to God as Jerry leads you through detailed teaching outlines and practical application steps. As you discover these biblical truths, you'll be inspired to overcome worry and anxiety, avoid pitfalls and delays, and conquer doubt and unbelief. Begin to strengthen your faith today. Call or go online now to jerrysavelle.org and request your copy of the Focused on God special package. One of the most important success skills you can develop is the ability to stay focused on God. Order now to discover the characteristics of focused people and how to apply them to your life. Once again, let me encourage you to place your order for these resources right now while it's fresh on your mind. Don't let it slip. These are important resources that will help you to develop an unwavering faith in God's Word. Basic Bible Principles. This is a binder we put together a number of years ago teaching the basic Bible principles from God's Word that will help you become established, help you become strong in faith, help you become the winner that God wants you to be. 36 of my personal preaching outlines. I've preached these outlines all over the world, helping people to become established in the Word. And then what it takes to stay focused. Three CDs. Once again, as I mentioned last week, uh, I, in 25 minutes or so, I can't share all the things that I want to share about learning how to stay focused, but I was able to do it on these messages where I preached them in a church setting and they are powerful and they will help you learn how to stay focused on what God says and not become distracted. So place your order today. You can go on our website, jerrysavelle.org, or you can just look on the screen for all the mailing information, the price and so forth. But once again, place your order right now. We're not going to be offering these every week, so this may be the last week that we do so. So place your order. We'll get them to you as soon as we possibly can. Join me again next week. And until then, I don't want you to forget, your faith will overcome the world.